Did you know that in Far Cry Primal, Ubisoft worked with historians to create three distinct new languages for all their characters? You're listening to the Xbox Hub podcast, the official podcast of the xboxhub.com. For the latest Xbox news, reviews, videos, and opinions, make sure you visit the xboxhub.com. But for now, settle down, get comfy, and open your ears for some podcast delights. Hello, welcome to the Xbox Hub official podcast, episode number 82. My name is Gav Bryan, I'm going to be your host, and on my virtual left is Mr. James Burke. How are you doing, James? Hello, all right, thank you. Good, good, How good. are you? I'm very good. We're recording this hmm. early today on a Saturday morning. I'm not used to it. I'm not right, used to it. So. Oh, my God. It's good. Uh, yeah, it's not it's good, for, good for you. Um, <laughs> and on my virtual right is Mr. Paul Renshaw. How are you doing, Paul? Good morning, Gareth. I'm doing very well, thank you. How about yourself? I'm very good. I'm really good. I'm not Excellent. good. It's all a lie. It's all a front. Really, I'm, yeah. I'm crying and I'm drunk. It's only half ten. No, I'm not drunk. That sounds like an ideal Saturday to me. <laughs> it would be good. It's bank holiday weekend. Exactly. Yeah. If you can't be drunk at ten o'clock on a Saturday exactly. on bank holiday weekend, when can you? You're not living your life. That's what we. That's what our recommendation is. Um, what have you been doing this week, you two? James, what have you been doing? Well, I mean, it's been a real mixed bag this week. Is it? The massive Europa League final for Manchester United, which was. Two hours of pure disappointment. Um, how, how did they get on, James? Well, they, they, they switched it out as long as they could, and then they blew it at the last minute. Oh. Really penalty. That must have been um, really disappointing if somebody was a fan of Manchester United. It is, but I'm not surprised that they did it. It's just what they do these days. They're not what they used to be. No. Think, think back to the good old days. They used to foot people. Good old Viking. Where's he Bring it back. Good, bring it back. Um, bring back the violence. Yeah. That's what you're saying. And actually, as well, this week, I ended up watching um, Forty Towers randomly. Okay. Um, Up to date on the new comedies. Well, it made me think. Have you guys got any old comedies that are still quite good these days? They've stood the test of time. That, I find that Forty Towers is definitely one of them. Yeah, that's that's a good question because most of the comedies I used to watch now, when you try and watch them these days, you just think, "Oh, what was I doing?" Like mm. "Hello, Hello," it doesn't work anymore. No. Or you know, Benny Hill. <laughs> I used to love Benny Hill. Kenny Everett, you know, Kenny Everett's still quite funny, but yeah, it's it's not the same as it was when I was a younger man. Let's put it that way. I've never heard of these. <laughs> well, I, I, I'm sure that they'll be available on YouTube if you wish to do some research afterwards. You can Anything watch more current. You can watch the Friends. Friends is uh You can do watch. Have you watched those before, James? Yeah, no, I haven't. Um, You're not missing much. You watch no. Friends. No. I, I think I, I, watch I, I, How I Met Your Mother. I think that kind of with my friends. Right. You know what I mean. They, had, ever, they had the Friends reunion yeah. this week, didn't they? The big HBO. Apparently so, yeah. yeah. Um, it's quite funny because uh, uh, the actor who plays Jerry, Matt LeBlanc, he looked, he's he's just older and he just put on the... Yep. But he, he looked like... <laughs> pictures of him on the sofa in the interview look like, you know, when someone put on Twitter, it's like someone's dad who's arrived at the in-laws who's just sitting there really up, really sort of like <laughs> folded arms going, I can't wait for this to be over. It was just a bit like that. Um, but yeah, Friends is good. I loved it at that time, but it was mm. it's a long, it's long ago. It is of that. T- the trouble is comedies. Most of them are of that time. They sum up that era. Yeah, don't they? exactly. Except for yeah. something like Forty Towers, which is there are, there's a few of those timeless ones. I'm trying to think. We'll get back to you next week, James. Monty Python's Flying Circus. Yeah, that's really that, that, they're good. That they're is hold as up. funny today as as it ever was. Yeah. So. But again, that's John Cleese, isn't it? So, yeah. you know, it's mm-hmm. a similar kind of style. But yeah, definitely. Uh, yeah. no, I, I didn't spend a lot of my sort of, I think the time that I was watching comedies wouldn't coincide with when you were watching comedies chronologically, 
James. So I'll have like memories of really old ones. Say, Shut up, you're not that much younger than me. <laughs> hey, listen, let's have a bit of respect for your elders. <laughs> Paul, what have you been doing this week? Well, up until now, I'd been quite happy, but now I'm feeling depressed and old. Yeah. So um, this week, I have mainly been working. Um, at work, we've had a massive project. We... Over lockdown, the company bought another company that had gone into administration. And it's been my job to get it all sort of up-to-date IT-wise. Um, just as, a, for example, the tool system that we're using was still running on Windows XP, which went end of life 14 years ago. Wow. So, yeah, it's been a, a big challenge. Um, and hopefully it'll all come to a head on Wednesday next week when the new system comes in and... I can finally sit down and take a bit of uh, a breath because I haven't been able to do much of that for the last two months. Good. Well, that's good. Yeah. yeah. Exciting Relax. time. Relax time. It's Paul's time. Yeah. Relax, man. <laughs> um, I've been watching a couple of movies this week. I haven't, I've been working quite mad, so I've not had a chance but to play much games at all. But I've played, um, I've watched, I've watched um, Army of the Dead, which is on Netflix as a news. Oh, Zach, yeah. Zack yeah. Snyder. I that. Did you watch it as well? I watched it as well, yeah. Just because uh, it's got Dave Bautista in, who yeah, I understand. Yeah. Is, 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 well, he's got a fine acting background from when he was a wrestler. So Yes. For those who don't know, Army of the Dead is a film and it's set in a zombie apocalypse in Las Vegas. And Las Vegas has been kind of like boarded up by the authority so all the zombies are, are stuck in there and then um dave bestista and his little and his gang they do a basically a heist to go into one of the casinos and nick i think it's like 200 million pounds worth of money so it's like a heist movie isn't it with yes. zombies and they go in and of course it doesn't all go smoothly but it's uh do you know what it's it's a bad it's a <laughs> stop it's it's a good bad movie. I quite enjoyed it. There's lots of stuff I like. I really like the characters. There's kind of range of characters in the in the highest, including someone who drives a helicopter, someone who breaks a safe open. And I really liked, and I really liked. Of course, they did something different with the zombies. So there's almost like a, a zombie hierarchy. You know, so you had the sort of like the stupid zombies, which they call ramblers, who were the ones just like shuffling around. And then you have got these kind of elite zombies who are who have got a brain. Almost, <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly, and uh, and that's that was quite interesting, and then and then it's he what Zack Snyder does really well is do a trailer at the he does a, in, at the, the credits at the beginning, he does this in every one of his movies, almost explain the whole history of what's happened in two and a half minutes, doesn't it? Up to that point, yeah, and he's really good and it's, it's uh, yeah, it's it's very well done as well. Yeah. It gives you like the background of all the characters doesn't it yeah. shows you how they ended up where they are and stuff yeah i was i was very impressed with that sequence yeah he's really good at those i think they're going to be doing a tv series of of this of the film but like of the gang doing that all oh, that right. stuff i think they're actually going to do that of how they got to that point but the things even are, with dave batista i think so yeah it's a big cat that would be very this good. This is, I think, this is just a in really pre-production, you know, just chatting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the thing I, I, I'll get you Paul's opinion in a minute. The thing that I just didn't care about is there's a whole father and son daughter relationship, and it all got you know lots of dialogue about mm -hmm. not being. I can't, I, I just can't be bothered with that. And also, just, yeah, that, it's not that very, was nonsense. It she, she, he should have given her a slap and said, "Sit down. You're not going anywhere." Yeah. And, and also, it, it, just, it just became like EastEnders. It was just like boring. It was like, I think it's not very well written. It's like not very well performed. You don't believe anything. Just do, just do the high stuff. Did you like it, Paul? I did. I really enjoyed it. But then I'm a man of simple tastes, you know. Yeah. I, know. Um, I, I, I don't know if it's a spoiler, but you do, I think one of my favorite things was Valentine. Do you remember? Oh, yeah, Valentine? yeah, 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 yeah. I yeah. think it isn't a spoiler because you've seen. Um, Valentine, which is the zombie tiger that's been on all the yes. posters and stuff. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> a zombie tiger? Yeah. A zombie tiger. A zombie white uh -huh. tiger, yeah. no less. Wow. Yeah. It's fantastic. I've, I've thought the, the bit with 
Valentine was was very good. And, you know, the way that they did the different hierarchies of zombies was quite good mm, as well. Different, uh, isn't it? As part of yeah, the zombie. But I, yeah, I, I've really enjoyed it. Good. Um, James, you should watch it. I think you'll get a lot out of it. Oh, it sounds Absolutely. quite similar to um, the Train to Busan sequel, ah, Peninsula. Yeah. They go into Busan to yeah. get some money out um, of the zombie invested town. So it's similar. Yeah. You should watch Peninsula. Right. I like the way you just put, put it onto your movies that you want. It's They're talking Korea. about our movies. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's better. Okay. Is it Korea? Is there some singing in it? Is that why you like it? Uh, I don't think there's anything in no. No. Probably not. Um, uh, the other movie I watched other... last night was a movie called Palm Springs, which has been out for a while on Amazon. And Palm Springs is a movie um, very much in the, in the mould of Groundhog Day. Mm-hmm. It's about two people stuck in this kind of like wedding in the middle of Palm Springs, in the middle of the sort of desert in this resort. And straight away you meet them kind of the main character and, and he's been reliving this day <laughs> for like I don't know it could be thousands of years just <laughs> stuck in a time loop and he knows everything like Groundhog Day they, he knows everything he's he slept with someone and then someone else comes into the day comes, in, comes mm-hmm. into the loop as well it's got two really likeable leads that I don't know the name of but have a look at them and one of them's from SNL but they're both great it's a really yeah. good sort of like romantic comedy, a twist on that in a sense. It's really, 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 really good. I really enjoyed it. Yeah. It's him out of Brooklyn Nine-Nine. That's it. That's um, it, yeah. Uh, Adam Adam something, isn't it? Is it maybe Adam? No, maybe it's wrong. Yeah, he, yeah he's, it's very good. It's really good. It's really nice. It's great. I really enjoyed it. I recommend that to anyone else. They're both brilliant, the two leads and everyone else. That's it. That's, all, that's what we're doing. I've, I've, not, I've not seen anything about this film, so I'll, I'll look out for it just based on your recommendation. And it's only 90 minutes after Zack Snyder's Army of the Dead, which is two and a half hours. I mean, it's yes. too long. He loves to make things longer, doesn't he? He loves to stretch it out. Andy Sandberg. Andy Sandberg. That's his name. Thank you. And the, the female lead's brilliant. She's brilliant. Yes, she's really I can't remember what she's in. Yeah. I've seen her a few things. Yeah. Yeah, watch it. I've seen the trailer. Yeah, watch it. Good. Um, Paul, let's do games because you've played a you played a game, haven't you? <laughs> I, I, I've played a game or two this week. Yes. Um, I'll start with. I'm going to do it in chronological order. So I'm going to start with Rust Console Edition, mm. which I have reviewed for the site. Um, there's buried very deep down there's a good survival game here. Unfortunately, it's buried under a mountain of dodgy graphics and the most brutal homicidal um, player base I have seen in any game. Wow. It doesn't matter what you're doing. Somebody will come along and cave your head in with a rock or stab you with a spear or shoot you in the face with a shotgun. My favourite part of the whole game is this 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 survival thing. I went onto a server which had a low player count deliberately to just try and stay out of the way and play with the game, yeah? Just yeah. look at the systems and everything. I went on into the mountains, into the snow, where I didn't think there'd be anybody. I built myself a little house out of sticks, you know, just waiting for the big bad wolf. Um, and then I sat in my little house with my campfire, just keeping warm, waiting for daylight. A higher level player saw the light from my campfire, came along, chopped his way through the wall of my house and then shot me in the face with a shotgun. So I was just literally minding my own business and then it was boom. Nope, sorry, mate, you're dead. Um, I, I will take all your stuff. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, and did he just did, he, did you say he ploughed through the wall of your house? Just... Yeah, he chopped through the wall of he chopped through the wooden wall of my house with um, some kind of hatchet or something. And then when I sort of stood up from my campfire and looked at him like, "What are you doing?" He, he then shot me instead. So... Wow! <laughs> I was just I was. It was at that point I put the controller carefully on the coffee table and walked away for a little while before I threw it through the window. <laughs> So, Paul, is it like a just a normal like like Daisy? It's a survival game. You're how, how does it work? It's it's described as a cross between Daisy and Minecraft. Okay. So you've got the Daisy kind of ethos where literally anything can kill you, 
Um, but then you've got to mix that with gathering bits of wood and stone and everything else. And then you can make your house and you can make tools to make gathering materials faster. And it's, it's a massive grind if you can stay alive long enough to do the grind. You know, the, the first thing I've learned is every time I'm trying to chop a tree down is to just keep looking around. Because, you know, the number of times somebody's come up behind me and stabbed me while I'm chopping this pre down is, is it's it's beyond um a joke. So So Paul, is it is it quite instant? So do you is it not instant, but is or do you encounter players, other players quite quickly, say after you respawn? Or is um it- yes. Everybody basically what you have to do is build a sleeping bag and then you can place that somewhere and you will spawn at that point in future. Right. But if, as usually happens, you get killed before you find enough stuff to make a sleeping bag, um, then you respawn on the beach. And everybody else who dies then respawns on the beach. And then the beach turns into the Hunger Games. You know, you're just trying to run away while they're throwing rocks at you. And Honestly, I've never played a game like it. There is absolutely no cooperation. Apparently, there there is options for cooperation and building clans apparently on the pc servers there are big clans that all operate together and look out uh, for each other yeah. and have, have massive rooks with other clans but on the xbox good grief hunger games is, is not even in it <laughs> see that was always the interesting thing wasn't it about the whole when daisy first came out about what happened people built little like you said clans and societies and there was all these weird i i just you know, I I think I play Daisy on the console, and and I've done a lot of survival games. It, I do feel that's just too much of it at the moment. It doesn't feel mm. that interesting at the moment. It feels like we've just got loads of these games all the time, and like you said, it's, it's it can be quite brutal, can't it? Oh, honestly, you've never seen anything like it. The default setting for all of the players in the server seems to be homicide. That's it. That's it. You just yeah. kill things. And then you get killed by ridiculous things. I saw a horse and I thought, a horse? That seems quite interesting. I'll go and say hello to the horse. Walked up to the horse. He kicked me in the face and killed me. <laughs> <laughs> there was me thinking, oh, brilliant. I've solved my transportation problem. Yeah. But no, the horse had other ideas, kicked me in the head, and I was dead. So, yeah, stay away from animals, stay away from people. Um, I don't trust those trees, and that rock was looking at me a bit funny as well. So. Wow. <laughs> James, this sounds like your kind of game. I guess they're quite fun to me. I'll come find you, Paul. Excellent. Yeah, I'll look forward to that. You'll be the one with the rock, will you? Yeah. <laughs> He'll be on the beach. He'll be leading them all on the beach, just throwing rocks at them. I'll be sat down on the beach waiting. Oh, I'll be <laughs> it doesn't sound like fun at all. It's, it's well, if you could stay alive, it's not too bad. Is it glitchy? Or oh yes. Right. I, I mean, I don't wish to be too unkind, but it's a piece. It's based on a PC game from 2013, and you can tell. Right. Okay. Fine. Good. Well, I don't think I'll be playing that. James, you're gonna, gonna get on that beach. Yeah, I'm very tempted. Yeah. <laughs> Another good place for It'd be on Game Pass in about a month. I've got a feeling. Yeah. Why? Um, James, what have you been playing? Um, where should I start? I'll start with a small game. Yeah. Uh, I've been reviewing long ago a puzzle tale. And basically, it's a ball rolling puzzle game. So you've got a courtyard. You have to roll the ball around the courtyard to collect feathers um, with a certain amount of moves. You've got to get all the feathers to progress. And that, that's the game. <laughs> Sometimes I think we're in an alternate universe where we've got all the <laughs> games we play and you have got other games in a different world. Cause... I'm drawn to these games. I can't help it. They're so obscure. It, I'm just fascinated. So it's like um, a Marble Madness type game, is it? Like a ball... You're, you're moving a ball down yeah. a maze, is it? Uh, no, it's just around the courtyard. Right. So if you move it one way, it'll stop when it hits the wall. Ah. And then you press it again. And so you've got to find the right pathway to reach all the feathers. I'm um, 
And then when you've done that, you've got to redo the levels to collect coins instead. Um, and it, it's interesting because it starts with just the ball. And then eventually you get, like, signposts to bounce off, uh, buttons to roll over, portals. It gets very complicated. Mm. Um, we keep it interesting. More interesting than I can make it. Um, <laughs> but there's also a bit of a, a fairy tale being told. It's very basic in fairy tale terms. Um, but it's got a voiceover that's quite good. And it is quite chilled out. Mm. Um, but yeah, it, it's basically a game where you've got to find the most efficient route to getting all the coins or feathers. What do you give it? Uh, well, I haven't written it yet. Okay. Um, but I'm going to give it a four, I think. Ooh. Ooh. It's only eight quid. Yeah, okay. And there's eight to levels. So it's plenty to get stuck into. Paul, what did you give Rust? Um, I'm I'm still tossing the coin between two and a half and three. Oh, wow. Yes, yeah, because it, uh, it's... It's it's okay, but it could look a lot better. It keeps freezing as well, which is really annoying. You know, when you're in the middle of swinging for a tree, oh, and it, the game just stops, and then it carries on after about two seconds. And right. okay. yeah, it's uh, yeah, not not brilliant, but you know, the main okay. problem is the players. <laughs> yeah, um, a game I played this last week or reviewed love philosophy is a game called an airport for aliens currently run by dogs <laughs> uh, which says all you need to know by the title that's exactly what it is um and you play you are the, you and your fiance who starts the game are the last two humans in the universe and your fiance disappears and you have to find your fiance that's that's the guy and you have to do that by going through airports alien airports and traveling from one airport to another and it the alien and it's it's for aliens and it's currently run by dogs and so so what you do <laughs> there's loads of workers of the of the airport and they've got um stock photos of dogs and they've put them in place of where the people would be and then you go up to the dog and then you talk to them and they like might be the person who gives you your boarding pass, or there's someone running the Photoshop or a coffee shop or something like that. You can chat to them, you can pet them, um, pet them constantly, and <laughs> and they will get. And the oh, game, oh you put in a picture, yeah. <laughs> yes. and, and you're questioning the strange games that I play. <laughs> well, exactly, yeah. Well, this is normally one of your games, and uh, <laughs> and basically you're. It's a really simple, just an exploration game. The airport starts quite. The airports are mad and like a, almost like a virtual reality, strange world. So you start with one that's fairly small, and then as you go on, there's about eight or nine, I think, and they just get bigger. They're huge, weird, massive airports, and you can get a boarding pass, but you can't understand everything that's written in an alien language. But you can get a boarding pass to go to the next airport, but you might have to do tasks. So one dog might go, I'll give you a boarding pass if you can go and get me something to drink. So you might go and get a coffee, bring them to them, they'll give you the boarding pass. Or they might say, I need a passport. So you have to go to a Photoshop and get a passport. So it's very much like a fetch fetch quest. But there are other bits like, there's a little bit when you think you can, you drink coffee, you drink a massive large coffee and you can go really fast around the airport. Do you know what? I kind of said in the review, I really, I really liked it. I, did, I like, I mean, the, at the beginning of the game, there's a little message from the developer that said, this is a weird little game. And they say exactly what it is. It is a weird little game. It feels like it was made for sort of virtual reality a little bit. Um, VR. It feels like a VR game. I don't think it was. It feels like it, that's maybe how it was started, especially with the kind of petting stuff because the little hand signal comes up when you... It's all in sort of first person, but a little glove comes up when you pet the dogs. And it feels like one of those games you could happily just walk around, just look at this strange world but i just i just really enjoyed the madness of it the wackiness of it, the weirdness of it and seeing these stock it's great to see stock photos of dogs 
and interacting with them. Yeah. I, I think from now on, you're no longer allowed to question James's choice of games. That's true. That. Very true. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. can I also say, don't give coffee to dogs, re- uh, listeners. That's, uh, That's not, not a good thing to do. They don't go really fast. Yeah. But it's, um, I'll, I'll give it to Gareth. Or to me. Oh, no. yeah. <laughs> No yes. more cheese before bedtime for you. I think it's out now. I've definitely reviewed the reviews out now. I think I gave it a three and a half. Yeah, it's good. It's great. It's great to have mad stuff like that. It's good. Really good. Um, Paul, what else have you played? I, I can't remember. Let me look. Um, is it some pounds? If it's 40 quid, I'll be upset now. <laughs> um, Paul, what you got another one? Because while well, I find out this, happens. while you while you Google, yeah. um, I'm going to talk about a real blast from the past that I remember playing on the Sega Mega Drive when I was a very much younger man, and that's Ghosts and Goblins, ah. which is the but the resurrected is this version. Right. Um, now I've only just I've only just got it for review, so I've only just started it today, and I think I've got I've beaten the first boss, but. It is so retro. It's just like a trip down memory lane. It's like I'm 15 again, <laughs> honestly. I remember sitting in my bedroom when I was a boy um, with my Mega Drive, and I had one of those big arcade sticks. Do you remember those for the uh, for the Mega Drive? And it yeah. had turbo fire on one of the buttons, and I used to map that to the shooting button, and oh, I'd have as many daggers as you could want throwing around and oh it's it's just pure nostalgia at the moment i'm absolutely loving it is it still as hard as nails paul oh god yeah yeah um i mean there is this time which there wasn't in the original there are different difficulty levels and every time you die you go back it's not like the original game where you went right back to the start and started again there are sort of checkpoints throughout the levels that's good so it's 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 a lot easier than it was, right. but um, the the thing that upsets me is that I keep doing it, and then eventually, when you keep dying, instead of the option just saying restart at the checkpoint, there's a, another option that appears underneath saying lower the difficulty and restart at the <laughs> checkpoint. <laughs> so far, I've resisted the temptation to do that. I'm trying to battle through on. It's not the hardest. I think it's the second hardest level, but. Right. Yeah, it's it's so good. I'm just loving it. Oh, good, good. I've got. I remember that game. And I, when when I had my young person's reaction times, it was hard then. Yes. God, exactly. now I can't so imagine it got... being now. <laughs> it's wow. it's it's still hard, and the like the the skeletons that run at you with the sides on the shoulder, they're still fast and wow. speedy and annoying. And but yeah, it's it's pure nostalgia at the moment, and I'm absolutely loving it. Great, great. Oh, God, I, I should be too frightened to give it a go. Just give in to the easy difficulty, Paul. That's what I do. I did straight away. I like it when it tells no, you. I, I refuse. Like, I love it when the game says, do you want to go a bit easier? Do you want to just try it a little bit easier? Yeah. yeah it's like We've re- noticed that you suck. Would <laughs> yeah. you like to go a bit easier? Yes, I would. <laughs> um, James, what's your other game you've been playing? Well, I was just thinking, when you said about reactions, hmm. we had a quick go on. Knockout City this week, oh, didn't we? we did. I forgot about that, yeah. A Dirty Roll game. Yeah. And actually, even though we are terrible, yeah. it seems quite a lot of fun, doesn't it? Yeah, it's just not I for me. I think the kids are going to love it. Yeah, it's good. but it does look really <laughs> good for people. I think a lot of people will love it. Yeah, yeah and it's quite vibrant. Like, mm. Touch versus Zombies and stuff like that. Mm. It did really well, yeah, I think. Yeah, absolutely. One. Hopefully it can game pass. keep its um, longevity with it. Yeah. In the, yeah, in the, the videos... Sorry, in the videos that I've seen of the game, um, there was like a sort of Sunset Overdrive kind of vibe to it. Is it a bit like that? Mm, yeah, yeah, I suppose you, so. The colour system, yeah. And grinding yeah. And... I don't think there's any grinding. Oh, right. I don't well, grinding. No, no grinding, no sale, I'm out. No, not for you. Is this a game you're talking about? No, no. Ah. I mentioned it. Okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> no, right. going Sorry, Gareth. He's, Sorry. he's yeah. going off script. He's going, he's going off, script. off script. Stop yeah. him. Wait. Really <laughs> game. Yeah, it, it's Skyrim. Oh my god. That's a box <laughs> a new game. That's that's a new game. Yeah. Two thousand eleven. Right. Um I thought, you know, it's been that long 
since I've looked at it and thought, I need to create this. And I thought, right now, it'll be the best version, fully patched up. And I think within the first 10 minutes, I found about 10 different bugs. <coughs> and it's so depressing that a game so revered and it's had so long to get fixed. It, I don't know why people enjoy it so much. <gasps> um, That's blasphemy, James. Skyrim is one of the greatest games ever. I tried to search a dead body, and basically, the hand of my character got stuck inside (laughs) the dead body, and then carried the dead body around everywhere with me. (laughs) Brilliant. I bet. And I had already taken off their clothes. It was even weirder. (laughs) They had no clothes on. I could just imagine um, your face like, what What am I doing? What is this? <laughs> I, thought, I was thinking, oh, no one comes in now. I see you praying this. It's a bit weird. <laughs> in a dungeon. Glove puppet simulator. <laughs> um, but I, I hope, I hope it's, how do I say this? I hope I give it an, I hope I stick with it a bit longer. Because I think there's bits there that, I will really enjoy like not picking and upgrading different parts of the character. Um through I think I killed someone and upgraded um a one handed ability. Yeah. And I thought oh, that's quite cool. I like that experience through actually doing something. Um I think Paul's I think Paul's right, it's is an amazing and when we played it in two thousand eleven it's the most mm. it's amazing and that it you need to put hundred hours in, I think, or eighty hours. It's a ridiculously long game, isn't it, Paul? Um, it is, yeah. And but I did I because it's on Game Pass, I sort of like thought, I'll just try I'm gonna do the first twenty minutes of this again yeah. to see what if I can remember. And I put it on and I was like, Oh my god, it it does look like a game quite rightly from 2011. <laughs> and you, it's it's a shock. You go, oh, yeah. You wouldn't mind that, though, if it worked really well. But I think that's the thing in the export. You didn't mind the bugs with those games because it looked well and the world was so huge and it was so massive and there were things in the distance and things. It was, you know, I remember that first time of playing Skyrim. You go to the first village after the dragon, after you get oh, out, yeah. and you see people yeah. in the village working you know, doing jobs, and that was such a different thing that you had before. Because generally in games, people would just stand there waiting for you to go over and chat to them. There were and now we used it from Assassin's Creed and stuff like that. Yeah, and now yeah. I think people would. It felt like a world that was, even though it's, you know, there's only six people in that village or something. But it used to yeah. be. It was like that was the most. It felt like a living, a living, breathing world, and that was kind of amazing. I think for Skyrim. And um, I think we need to hold higher standards for these developers. <laughs> After this long, it should be perfect. Yeah. Or don't we release it? Tough, 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 tough words for Jane. Having to go at Skyrim after 10 years. Yeah. (laughs) Guess what? Yeah. I'm coming for Mass Effect next. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) Uh, Wow. Um, I'm going to go into another game really quickly. My last one. Assassin's Creed DLC. I think I chatted. I think I said I was playing it, didn't I? Um, for Assassin's Creed fans, the Wrath of the Druids set in Ireland. Ireland looks beautiful. Did I talk about this last week, James? Yeah, you did. But did I talk about it in detail, or did I just yeah. say? Really? Yeah. Right. Sorry, everyone. Details are expect from you. Yeah, don't worry, it's everyone. Everyone, and play it if you like Assassin's Creed. You play it, but it's not spectacular. If you didn't hear it, listen to last week's last podcast. Week, I thought I said I was going to talk about it this week. No, I'm sure you did. Good. It's all right. It's good. That's what I'm saying. It's good. Island looks beautiful, but it's the same old thing. Yeah. Right, you two. We're going to move on. I know you've got other games to talk about. I know oh, this yeah, is a loads. podcast about oh, games, but we're going to move yeah, on. Yeah, plenty. But you're, you're just making a editorial decision. Yeah, we've got, stuff to, we've got big things that's happened. Actually, the last three days, there's been some big reveals. And one of those, first mm. of all, with two big PlayStation people here. Oh, yeah, yeah, I love that PlayStation. Uh, is there was a state of play that suddenly was announced in uh, on Thursday, and it was um, for 
Horizon Forbidden West, the sequel to Horizon Zero Dawn, and they showed off a sort of 14-minute gameplay video. Um, now you two, I know you. 14 minutes. 14 minutes. 14 minutes. Yeah. Can I can I just say yeah. that the 14 <laughs> minutes of gameplay, um, I've, I've, for, for context here, dear listeners, um, I followed a link that Gareth sent me to uh, this state of play thing, and uh, I just clicked on the video and sat there watching it, and after 10 minutes, not much had happened, and I thought, oh, this looks a bit boring. What's all this about? He'd linked me to a video that was five hours long to watch 15 minutes of footage at the end. Did I send you so, that video? Was it me who said that? Was it James? Well, James sent it to me, but he says that you sent it. No, I didn't video. send him no, anything. I just, I just didn't look for with you. No, it's, so. it's James. Sorry, it's James. I, I realised that it started at five hours after the original time, so I just skipped the five hours. Well, I, I, I did after, after 10 minutes of watching it, thinking there's not much happening here. This is a bit boring. I mean, okay. Oh, hang on. Why, what's that counter in the corner saying five hours to go? I was like, all right, let's fast forward a bit. But anyway. Listen, this, this, the this is what I'm dealing with, listeners. It did look great. You haven't played the first one, have you? Uh, you two. Um, not owning a PlayStation, no. it made it tricky. Um I, I loved the first one. I think Richard's PlayStation as well, he wasn't too, he didn't get into it. I thought it was great. It was brilliant open world, really unusual story where the story is it's like a thousand years in the future and these creatures were were made, it's like um, robot creatures, like animals. They've sort of taken over the world. They were made as a, a sort of like replacements and then they just become their own thing. So there's these kind of like um, elephants, Robot elephants, robot, and now there seems to be robot dinosaurs. Yeah, and so this bit of the story takes us to um, west of America, so San Francisco looks like where most of this demo was. I think we saw the Golden Gate Bridge, and uh, he watched the video, but you'll see it just showed a whole kind of like range of displays. These kind of like raptor um, dinosaurs—is that fair to say? Yep, um, raptor robot raptors. Uh, yeah, and Robo then we, Raptor, and then we saw a sort of like a big kind of mammoth elephant thing where people can ride it on top, much like the Lord of the Rings, the elephants there. Um, and that yeah. was a big boss you took down. Um, but what you did see is a kind of range of of exploration, um, a bit of stealth, a bit of melee, uh-huh. melee stuff. Sorry. Would you a bit say? of parkour. A bit of parkour, yeah, which is a lot, seemed a lot better than the last game, I remember. I think a bit mm. more, um, I think you can kind of press a button and it highlights areas that you can jump to. I think last time. Yeah, that's just... right, said. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and the... it's, it's Spider-Man DLC for this. Yes. And the big thing was underwater, which is not in the first one at all. And that looked, that looked stunning. That looked ridiculously stunning oh. underwater. Can I just raise a, mm. a concern I had at that point? You know, yeah. we were talking about these robo-raptors, mm. and she thinks, oh, I have to jump in the water to get away from these. And then these giant metal dinosaurs, which you'd think would be quite heavy, are mm. swinging around on the surface without a care in the world. It's the future, Paul. Anything uh, can happen in the future. The future. Uh, have we, are, we, are we talking anti-gravity yeah. robo-raptors? future, you can get away with anything. Yeah. Okay, cool. Uh, sorry, I should have... Uh, Suspended my sense of disbelief at that, but yeah, seeing metal dinosaurs swimming around on the surface yes. did make me go, "What?" <laughs> yeah. it's, it's alien technology. Let's say that it must be. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, sorry. The reference is that cool. Yeah. I mean, did you see that one that was like? I think she shot a, a grenade, mm. and it turned into like toffee, and it made it all sticky. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Is it a toffee grenade? We'll go with that. Toffee grenade. Toffee grenade. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. She seemed to have atta- um, attachments like batteries she put onto a spear at some point as well. Like a, a yeah. sort of the really interesting. I mean, it, it, the combat before was really. I mean, I mean, I remember what was really interesting that time. It's like I remember playing it really stealthily before, almost like mm-hmm. the Last of Us kind of feeling of just lots of hiding, lots of jumping and stabbing them. I'm thinking. I think you could. I think. She starts riding one of the raptors, doesn't she? She takes control of it. I think mm-hmm. I think you could have done yeah. that before, maybe. Maybe you couldn't. But that I felt... I think that's a new thing. 
Oh, that's a new I thing. I think new, you could yeah. turn them against each other at one point, sort of stealth. If you go behind um, them and do something, it would they would suddenly work for you for a bit and then start fighting. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it's it looks stunning. I mean, I can't it imagine does. how that's going to run on the PS4 because it's going to be PS4 and PS5. I think it's going to chug away on the PS4. But it does look, it does, it, it looks great. No release date. Do you think this is coming out this year? I think it said this year that was it, wasn't it? Did it say this year? I think it said 2021. Did it? Okay. I think. Right. I don't remember that. So, yeah. This... I don't know. I mean, it's uh, it looked fantastic, like you say, Gareth. I can't take that away from it. But, you know, it's, um, yeah, it was. it looks very, very good. But I, I hear what you're saying about the PS4. I think it might well struggle. Mm. Yeah. I think it's going to make that sound like an engine taking off when I played The yes. Last of Us. Um, yeah, so we don't know, but they said they're going to have some more details fairly soon about release date, and that mm-hmm. might be if PlayStation did their own thing in June instead of E3, we I might think, get a release date from them. But I think I it's, think it has to be this year. Yeah, really. Yeah, to be on both consoles, I think this year is the last year that we'll allow that mm. as a collective community. Mm. I think if we start <laughs> doing that next year, we're like now and having it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, I think so. And also, I just thinking about what PlayStation have got because mm. they've got Ratchet and Clank coming out, like big games. I mean, like yeah. exclusives. I mean, it, maybe it's just that. Maybe it's um, Horizon for this year. I mean, there's God of War um, two, but I just don't. Can't I really can't really. imagine that coming out this year, even though they still yeah. say there's twenty. You know, probably because there's nothing. We haven't seen anything about that, have we? And it's sure, there we go. Saw a logo, yeah, <laughs> logo. That was it. Oh, okay. We nearly finished that. Yeah. So I think they've got to have. It's going to be interesting what they're going to announce soon yeah. for the autumn because they need a few things. So I've got a feeling Xbox are going to have a few things, quite a few things, um, for the autumn. But we can talk <laughs> about that next when we do our E three predictions coming very soon. Oh, exciting! Very exciting. Um. But yeah, as you two, it's hard to talk to you about it too because you two haven't got PlayStation, so you're never going to get one. I but, feel. but we are excited. Yeah, good. Yeah, absolutely excited. Right. Although, good. actually, we I may go to the dark side <gasps> because I went downstairs to talk to the wife about the videos that I'd seen and my son piped up with, I really want a PS5 so I can play Ratchet and Clank, Daddy. Oh. And I was like, oh, that's two against one. That's go. a democracy. We are a democracy in this house, yeah. so I'm going to have to uh, see what I can do. So, oh, Paul, what a great yeah. thing to get in! You can get all those games to play that you haven't played from the olden times. All those, oh all God. those games, yeah, um, it'll be uh, amazing. Another game on there as well. Play Skyrim, I think. <laughs> Skyrim is the greatest game ever. It's still one of my proudest 100% completions. Yeah. I got every single achievement in that oh, game when it first came out. And that is impressive. You play it on your watch. I respect that. Now, I think probably. <laughs> um, <laughs> another big reveal yesterday, which was yes. the new Far Cry, Far Cry oh, 6. Yeah. And there was a there was a bit of trailer, there was a bit of chat from the developer, and then there was a sort of gameplay trailer, is that right? Of yep. what was possible. I would say that that seems reasonable. Um, and the only thing that I took away from that, I mean, I watched this whole thing and it was fantastic. The only thing I took away from it was the Macarena gun. <laughs> that was the greatest gun I have ever seen in my life, especially when you fired and it went Maca, Maca, Maca. <laughs> so it was agreed. brilliant. If we put it to God, so the idea is that you're on this kind of like um, island in the Caribbean, almost like a Cuba or um, yeah, not, a Cuban vibe. Yeah. yeah and it's. <laughs> And it's kind of it's sort of decaying. It's there's some you've got a mixture of like beautiful kind of locations outside. There's there's been a war there. There's te- old technologies which all faded. The cities very much look like a Cuban feel with old kind of casinos. All mm-hmm. so you've got a really big kind of world and environment. It looks like and it's run. There's a big story run by uh, a dictator played by the guy from uh, Breaking Bad and the Mandalorian. Thank you very much. And then you play a sort of revolutionary. Um, um, you, you can customize, can be male or female. Um, but one of the things, there's lots of great little kind of bits here. Um, but one of the things is the idea I think you can kind of like customize your own weapons, can't you? It's almost like you're making it, you're grabbing stuff 
and putting stuff together. And, and one of these ones was one that fires CDs and plays the <laughs> Macarena as it. Amazing. That is the greatest. It's going to go down in history oh, as one of the greatest great. weapons of all time. There was another bit when they yeah. had a backpack which had rockets on it. They sort of knelt yeah. down. These rockets like yeah. the Mandalorian and came flying out and just and then that was that was pretty. That was really good. There was because you could have different versions, couldn't you? There was one that made it a flamethrower, and then there was yeah. one that also made it like a jetpack. You they were hovering with yeah. it. Yeah. So yeah, that looks great. And the the yeah the Macarena gun. That's all I want. And I think and that's the, that's the pre order bonus as well, according to the trailer. Oh, really? So, ah. mm. And I think the idea is that you just reading up about about it a bit, you can you know it's this huge big world like the Firecries are, but you can mm-hmm. you can just tackle any mission in any order you want to do. So it has that you can go anywhere. You can even take on the dictator straight away if you wanted to, but you're going to die because it will be certain areas are hard, certain areas. So I think it's borrowing a little bit from that whole Red Dead 2 kind of feel to it where there's events going on around the world rather than you're you've just got loads of quest marks. Um, I think they've changed it up a little bit and been influenced by that. Um, and then you've got this, again, these kind of great characters, but... Animals. Let's chat about the animals. What animals did we see? <laughs> the two big oh, animals. The, the little doggy <laughs> the, with the its little we- the little dog with its wheels. That was so yeah. cute. Yes, yeah, <laughs> little dog, and it's got little um, a wheelchair wheels, isn't it, at the back for its back legs? Yeah. But it, that was their big reveal at the end, and it's that's that was awesome. Caught the internet alight, isn't it? That one loves this. <laughs> Amazing. What's the name of the dog? Chorizo. Yeah. Yeah. Because he's a sausage dog, I think that's, that's right. the joke. Yeah. <laughs> that's really, that's really good. And then you also had another animal, and there was sort of like a pet crocodile who had a shirt oh. on. <laughs> yeah, so cute. That was great. Yeah, can, can you whistle? And and then it just it's yeah, clobbered, buddy. <laughs> that looked great as well. Um, that was great. Are we excited about this? Is, I mean, after the last couple of Far Cries that have sort of like got people just got a bit, the last, I think, Far Cry 5 and the, I don't really enjoy Far Cry 5. Um, hmm. And I've played them all and I, I enjoyed it. But does this, does this, does this feel more exciting? Does it, does it interest you, uh, Paul? Um, Far Cry always interests me. Like mm-hmm. you, I've played mm-hmm. them all. Um I think my favourite is still three with the uh, did I ever tell you the definition of madness thing. Mm. Um, But, yeah, I mean, this just looks great. It looks like they've decided they're going to take the the core gameplay and just add everything that they can think of into it. You know, weird weapons, weird animals and locations. It just, yeah, it looks like it's going to be very interesting. Yeah. James? Yeah, I think the fact that it's carp as well draws me in. Um, it reminds me a bit of Wildlands in the way you can just you'll be able to just go anywhere and just do it whenever you want. Mm. I think that's a, a good approach. I don't think it makes it clear that that's the boss. You know, stay away from him if, unless you want to die. Um, but I like the idea of the I think there's a horse you could uh, ride. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Weird DIY like vehicles. Yeah. Um, and the weapons are very cool. A little bit like Dead Rising. They're, they're always really good. <laughs> yeah, Far Cry doing these very strange things. In every one of the, especially the last three, you, there's always a bit when you go into another kind of alter reality. Normally, it's taking mushrooms or drugs or something, and then you're in a different. Oh, yeah. I wonder how they're going to do it here. You become the crocodile. At I think some that's point the whole game. That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> You'll probably wake Chir- up at the end and it'll be a dream. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think Chirizo was the, um, the thing that saw it to me. Yeah, I think that's the one. Yeah. They knew what they were doing there. So good. I, I like the idea as well of this being sort of towns and cities and countryside as well. I yeah. think that was the last one. It just felt you just showed the countryside, yeah, in the Montana. So this feels a bit more well, interesting. Again, I do worry that it's on. Both Xbox Series X and Xbox One, mm, mm. and I think it's a shame because I think that'll hold it back a little bit. Well, I think, I think it'll, it'll still be fun. I think it will be harder again on the PS4 and the Xbox One. I think it'll be yeah. chugging a bit. This won't be chugging so yeah. much. 
October seventh. Um, October the seventh. So we got a date. So we know when that yeah, is. Yeah, we got a date for that one. Yeah, good. Yes, that's not bad. That's not. Yeah, good. And then another game that was revealed this week that we've got a date for as well is a Dying Light Two mm-hmm. was revealed, and we saw, didn't we? A, a another kind of like gameplay. Is it gameplay trailer? Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, there was a there was a trailer trailer and there was a gameplay yeah. trailer as well, wasn't there? So, I mean, I loved, I really enjoyed the first Dying Light. Mm-hmm. I mean, when did that come out? Did it come out for the Xbox One or was it three sixty? No, I th- yeah, I think it was. You no, know, it was definitely Xbox One. Okay, um, but it was it was quite early on. I think it's been a few years since yeah. the last one. Two thousand fifteen. Wow. There you go. And there's lots of <laughs> been lots of DLC for it as well, wasn't there? Lots of big yeah. whole big meaty DLC packages for it. I remember I reviewed one of them. Um, it, I, I really like. I loved it. I loved the first one. I really want to go back to that world. I like the idea of the first-person parkour stuff. It was just really fun. It was interesting to try to see them kind of run past loads of zombies really quick. I thought that's what I ended up doing all the time. Yeah, just like yeah. <laughs> there wasn't any fighting. But it was the thing about climbing. You sort of like were doing like vertical climbing. I think I remember the, the end level. Of the first one was a massive climb up a skyscraper. Is that right? I always remember that. That's how it ended, and you could just fall off where these zombies were chasing you and everything else so yeah it 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 looks great i really love the world i really love the look of it yeah i'm really excited about this what about you two i was i never really got into the first Mm. one i've I've tried to play it a couple of times and i I end up trying to play it like dead rising and fighting the zombies i kind of miss the point of this whole parkour thing um but the the new one it does look like it's going to be a lot of fun. I like the look of the uh, the special zombies that they've created. You know, the big guy with the like four arms on his back and mm, stuff. Yeah. So mm. the, the, some of these look quite entertaining. Um, so yeah, I mean, I'm, I think it looks good. It looks fast and furious, if you like. Um, and I like the division between the day and the night. So that when you go out yeah. at night time, you can go into the nests and explore and look for the loot and stuff. So, yeah, I think that sound it does sound quite appealing. I'm going to definitely put it on my watch list. I forgot about that with the first game, the night and the daytime. It's like night there, and it's a nightmare at night. They're really, but you yes. can, yeah. It was mm. that was a really interesting um, feature last time. James, you played this, didn't you? You completed this. I did. You I actually finished this finished game. It. Nearly. Oh. The last bit I didn't because. It was in co-op. Um, mm. The final level was in co-op. I don't know why. That's weird. So I just gave up. <clears throat> um, so I was terrible at it. It was a great <laughs> game though. And yeah. I think the whole risk and reward day and night thing is it's good to have the choice. Yeah, I never went out at night time. Yeah. I just went for the daytime. Yeah, I think I, I was really the same. enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, I think it would be good in this one because it seems like there's more onus on the making friends with people, like humans, mm. and that'll help you survive to the end, I think. Trend if you go with the survivors, or is it the peacekeepers and the renegades? I think yeah. there's different factions. <coughs> um, but yeah, it looks really good. And I think it's following yeah. on, isn't it, from the main character from before and it's like set is it 10 years later or 20 years later or is, I, can't, I can't remember it, it, it was set uh, I think it was it 15 years uh, I think it was right in the middle right. yeah. I think it was 15 years after the the apocalypse or whatever it was I think um, it's a new character though isn't it is it I thought it was the same one. I think so. I'm not sure have a look have a look yourselves I don't recognise it yes, no. Um, now we've got a release date for this it's uh, December the seventh, I think, mm-hmm. isn't it? Um, and this year, Christmas. Yeah, on Xbox Series X, PlayStation Five, PlayStation Four, and Xbox One and PC. So it's PC. another game that's cross uh, cross generation. Um, we've got two games so far. Mm-hmm. James James is not happy. <laughs> Livid about that. Be so much more. Yeah. Did nobody check with you, James? <laughs> <laughs> now look, 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 James. We're thinking of releasing this on the PlayStation Four. What do you think? <laughs> no. <laughs> what do you think about this? Uh, do you think this December um, release date is a good thing? Because 
there didn't used to be that many games for the December. It was always November, October, and September. So, mm. um, and last year we had uh, Cyberpunk, of course, that took that date. Uh, are they just trying to make it? They're trying to put the stall down to make it to clear themselves from the the big possible Halos, Call yeah, of Duties mm, area. Yeah. Days, the only thing is, if they release it on the seventh of December, I mean, this is with my cynical head on. There's not much slippage space before it's into next year mm. so yeah that's the other sort of risk into if you say oh it's coming out in november and then it's not quite ready you can release it in december but if you yeah. release in december and it's not quite ready it's going to be january yeah, so yeah 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 and, and you've got a fight with all the big games that came out in october that are then on sale in december yeah so yeah you know a lot of them go to sale before christmas yeah it's a it's a risky move. It might pay off. Yeah, I'm sure it's a good game either way. Let's see. Um, I'm going to talk about one more really uh, quick game. Um, there's a new... Uh, um, we had a bit more of the um, Dark Pictures Anthology, House of Ashes, which is a new kind of story, I think, it's coming out this year, yeah. isn't it? And that's going to be set in the desert, and it involves kind of aliens. Did you play... Have you two played uh, Man of Medan and... Uh, too scary. Little hope. That's too scary for you, isn't it, Paul? No, I haven't. No, I keep meaning to, and then I never get round to it. Right. But did you ever look at this, this trailer? Looked, I did have a look at this trailer. It looks very interesting. Yeah. Now, the thing that concerned me was right at the very, very end when it said "coming to PlayStation." Is it coming to the Xbox? Oh yeah, I think it is coming to the Xbox. It should definitely come. Yeah, to the Xbox. It, it, it didn't mention Xbox at all yeah. on the trailer. It was all PlayStation, but. Assuming it is coming to the Xbox, it does look like it's right up my alley. Yeah, you should do yeah. the other ones. Get the other ones. You'll get the other ones for about two quid or something. Okay. I think I, one of them's will, on Game Pass. I will do that. Man of Medan's on. Just go and do that now. Do that now. Man of Medan's on 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 Game Pass. Yes, I will give that a try. Good. I, they're good fun. I just played recently a little Hope game. I just got that a mm-hmm. bit late. And that was good. That was good. I enjoyed that for that six Excellent. hours. Sorry, James. What are you going to say? I was going to say, I think this one looks a bit more action-packed mm. compared to the other two, which is, you know, a nice little change. Yeah. For anyone that's not really interested, it might draw them in. Um, and yeah. it reminded me, is it The Descent, the film? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. It reminded me yeah. that quite yeah. a lot. Um, for some reason, though, I was a little bit off-put, put off, shall I say, by the... I think there's about 20 uses of the F word in that one trailer. Mm. It's swearing every other minute. Mm. It's unnecessary. It's not for you. Have you met many soldiers? <laughs> I have. That, that is my I brother's have. a soldier, and that is entirely, um, entirely <laughs> <Thank> accurate. <laughs> there you have it here. That's the final bit. Brilliant, you two. And what are we looking forward to next week? Do you want to go first, James? Well, I was looking forward to going out this week. Oh. But with the uh, the cases rising in COVID, I think I'm staying indoors. It's, and, a shame, uh, it's, the it's going to be lovely weather as well, isn't it, yes, next week? Yeah. So. I don't know up here. We never really get good weather up here. Well, that's true, oh. yeah. Yeah, that's why I moved south, you see. I migrated looking for the warmer yeah. weather. Smart move. So you, you're not going out then, James? That's your week? There's nothing out, is there, game-wise, this week, really. It's not much out at all. Um, mm. we'll build it Maybe up. in James's parallel universe there will be. Oh, yeah, there'll be something. Something I'm weird. Paul, <laughs> yeah. uh, what about you? What are you doing? Um, well, I'm looking forward to the bank holiday because I don't have to go to work and I'm intending to go fishing because um, you can do that in a COVID-secure way because everybody mm. sits away from you. Yeah. Um, and then Wednesday is my next... Um, sort of high point when hopefully the uh, the project I've been working on will be over and I can relax. Great, good. And I think I'm going to relax as well next week. Holiday, there's nothing else coming out. I'm going to catch up with some old games. I've got some review games to do again. So let's do that. But where can we find you if you wanted to chat to you, James? Um, I'm on Twitter as Instagram at OKGKO. Great, Paul. Um, I'm not on Instagram because I'm old, um, but I am on Twitter at Xbox Hub Paul. Great. 
And you can find me on Twitter and Twitch on GB Briley. But thank you, gentlemen. It's been a pleasure as always. And uh, we'll see you very soon. Bye bye. Thank you very much. Bye bye. You've been listening to the official podcast of the XboxHub.com. You'll be able to find all the notes of this show at www.thexboxhub.com slash podcast. You can also check out our social feeds on Instagram and Twitter at the Xbox Hub and search for the Xbox Hub on Facebook.